Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dreamers Cup Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on August 13th, the day before my birthday. And uh, over the last few years, I have wrote a blog on my birthday, um, dropping what I like to call some real-life knowledge bombs that I think can help you guys live a more meaningful life. And so I'm going to read through my show notes if you're watching on YouTube or IGTV or Facebook or wherever we post this. I'm going to dig into it because it's a lot of stuff to go through. And like every year to say, you know, 2019 didn't go 100% exactly as planned would be an understatement. Uh, Some of it went much, much better than I thought, and some of it went, as you can imagine, much, much worse. But uh, I guess that's, you know, what life is about, you know, kind of taking your problems head on and kicking the shit out of them and in turn becoming a better version of yourself. And so... Every year on August 13th, as I'm doing today, I always scroll through my life on social media and see the places that I've been, the cool things I've done, and the people that I've got to meet in the past 364 days. And it still amazes me, you know, to see how badass my life really is and how blessed I am. And that really doesn't even, you know, begin to do it justice because I'm thankful for every single day that I get to wake up and and live this life. And my my hope is that all of you listening will be able to do that in your life as well in in one form or another, just to be happy as fuck every every day when you wake up. And uh, finally, you know, being able to live my life on my own terms, uh, you know, I've died for this opportunity, you know, to be the master of my day, doing what I want, when I want, and how I want, all while giving back to others is the life that I live now. And to me, that's what success is. And I start thinking about all, you know, the mistakes that I've made in my life and the lessons that I've learned in the past, you know, I guess, you know, 35, 36 years at this point, it makes me want to share them with you. And maybe, uh, you know, just maybe it'll help you through some obstacles, some tough times, or just let you see the world, you know, through different eyes for a minute. And, uh, you know, my eyes, uh, if you will, you know, for better or for worse. And the reason I feel like I can speak on a lot of these things is because I fucked up a lot. And I've made a lot of mistakes in my life with, you know, people and money and opportunities and and different things. And I think I was lucky enough, and I I preface it by saying lucky enough, to do it at an early age where most people don't see these problems till later on in life or they don't catch them early enough or or they they have multiple fuck-ups. And I'm happy enough to say I, I fail fast and I fail often and I kind of fail forward. And so these are my 36 years, my 36 life lessons I want to share with you all. And my uh, my only hope is that if you dig it, share it with a friend, family member, tag them, tag me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're listening to this, I would appreciate it. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on this podcast. But again, sending it out to somebody else to help them get through a rut or, or go through a hurdle or a roadblock that they have in their life will be the biggest thank you you guys could give to me uh, on my birthday as I get one year older and one year closer to looking like Bruce Willis from Die Hard. So without further delay, number one of my 36 life lessons... Number one, I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunity and how well you are prepared for those opportunities when they arise because even the people who play the lottery have to buy a ticket. That's 100% true. I don't believe in people getting lucky. I think when, you know, preparation and circumstance meet, that would be the closest thing that I would feel luck happens in each of our lives. Number two, life is not fair. The sooner you realize it, the better off you'll be. I think we all know that by now. Number three, always tell the truth, 
even if it's not what people want to hear. They'll be better off for it in the long run. I know this is a painful one, but those of you who are married, husbands, wives, you got brothers and sisters, mom, dad, friends, family members, if you see them fucking up in their lives, making poor choices, I know they don't want your criticism, but if you can come to it from a place of caring and giving them advice and say, hey, here's what I see happening, here's what's going on, if you tread something this way, you might end with a different result. It's not about criticizing or judgment, but it's just being honest with people. And a lot of times we lie to them or we tell them half-truths or we omit things because we think it'll make them feel better or it's easier for them. But in the reality, I'd rather have somebody, you know, rip the Band-Aid off in two seconds than, you know, slowly give me 8,000 paper cuts over time. Just my two cents. Number four, train as if the whole world is watching you. See if that doesn't help you kick the shit out of your next workout session. And I believe that. That's why I love group training, you know, for the fact of what it is. But most people, um, when they're by themselves, they can kind of take it easy. But if you act like the the entire world is watching you or Instagram's going to see it, uh, you tend to do a little bit better. Number five, don't focus on your problems. Focus on the solutions to fix those problems. It'll save you precious time. Number six, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. My personal take, I stopped worrying about 99% of the problems in my life years ago, and I'm a much happier person because of it. Now, with the caveat of there's always going to be shit that bugs me and bothers me and that I worry about, and I think that's just human nature, and I think you have to be nervous and scared sometimes if you give a shit about stuff. That's just how we're going to be, but... I don't worry about most things that people worry about. Again, you guys know me. I don't watch the news. I don't engage with negative people and listen to horseshit stuff. I don't watch things that are going to put my mind uh, and my soul in a negative place. I just don't believe into it. And again, why am I going to worry about if the economy collapses tomorrow? Why am I going to worry about if the price of gas goes up 22 cents? Why am I going to worry about if so-and-so gets elected to do this? All I can do is work as hard as I can work, educate myself as much as possible, and then make a decision based off that. But sitting worrying about it and complaining about it and, and bitching and you know, engaging in negative banter with other people is going to do me no good. So all I do is try to put as much good shit out into the world as I can, bowl in my own lane, and I let the chips kind of fall where they may. Number seven, don't wait for things to happen because they never will. You need to get off your ass and go make them happen. I believe this. A lot of people say, oh, I'll be ready when, or I'll do it on Monday, or I'll do it on January, or I'll do it at this date. Don't wait for things to happen, you guys. You have to actually go out, and if there's something that you want in your life, you have to be the one who pushes the pace and has to put the first foot forward. That's how I've accomplished everything in my life, and I'm assuming most of you guys will be no different. Number eight, the best time to start changing your eating and training habits is right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Again, don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till January 1st. It's right here, right now. Have a sense of urgency with patience, but have a sense of urgency and understanding that the sooner you can start moving better, the sooner you can start feeling better and living a healthier, happier life. Number nine, never, and I mean never, Compare how you look to others that you see in magazines, TV, in the gym. We're all dealt different genetic cards, and your own personal best and ideals are going to differ wildly from one another. It does not matter if Susie has a great ass or if Rick has amazing abs. You just do what you can do. You comparing your life to them in terms of what kind of car they drive, house they live in, how happy you think they are, how fit you think they are, 
it means nothing to your life. And, and again, we've talked about this many times. Comparison does not work because the only way it happens is if you put somebody on a pedestal, you make yourself feel inferior or you raise yourself up above others and you put them down to make you feel good and make them look like shit. It's a lose-lose situation across the board, but yet... So many of you listening still do this shit every single day as you scroll through Instagram or you scroll through Facebook or you see somebody where they live or what they're wearing or what they drive or any of those things and then instantly you feel bad about yourself. If you're a person who has Instagram and Facebook and social media and you're using it in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself or inferior, stop following those people and stop doing that shit to yourselves. It's doing nothing but drag you down and it's holding you back from living the life that you can truly live and reaching your full potential, which should be the goal for all of us. Number 10. I read once, you're the average of the five people you associate with the most. And as I think back on my life and look at my life now, I find that to be scary and to be true. And I think all of you can probably do the same if you really take a good audit of your friends, your family members, and the people that are closely associated with you on a day-to-day basis. Number 11, you can't help people unless they're willing to help themselves. I found that you can't want to reach someone else's goals more than they do. Obviously, I am in the health and you know fitness lifestyle profession, and it's a painful one to see where I want to give people every opportunity. I want to put them in the best position to be successful. I want to give them as much information as they can, give them as much accountability, but I can't want it more than they can want it. And this goes for anybody who is, you know, in a 12-step program, you know, looking to kick addiction. This is anybody who is looking to, you know, reconcile a marriage, anybody who's looking to drop 100 pounds or just, you know, kick smoking, whatever it may be. You can't want it more than they do. They have to want it from within. You can do everything in your power to put them in a place to be successful, but ultimately they're the one who's going to have to essentially pull the trigger and make the choice inside their own mind. You can't do it for them. Number 12, there is no magic pill. Hard work and clean eating trumps all. So buckle up for a tough ride and enjoy the journey to a better body and a better life. Uh, again, fat loss is easy, you guys, once you realize how hard it is. And building muscle is even tougher than that. And owning how you eat 24-7, 365 is one of the hardest things you're going to do because it's a choice you have to make and make wisely and win three, four, five times a day every day until you die. There is no magic wraps or detox teas or program or coach is going to give you some calculator or supplement to fix it. It's not going to do that. You have to put in the work and you have to eat right and you have to move your body and you have to do that until you're dead. Number 13, educating yourself is the best investment you can make. I believe this. Uh, I don't want to get off track here, but I'm not talking about just going to college and getting a shit ton of student loans. In fact, I think that's utterly ridiculous. And obviously, there is a student loan crisis in America, and it has gotten out of hand. It's out of control. I don't have a fix for it on this podcast in particular. But when I talk about educating yourself, that can be anything from just literally following people who you believe are going to guide you on the right path, having a mentor, um, having a business coach, having smart friends around you, literally watching the amount of amazing stuff that's free on the internet, on YouTube alone. You can become an expert in anything and you can essentially get a real life master's degree within a year and you don't have to spend $100,000 for it. If you make yourself the commodity, if you invest in yourself by how you think, how you act, how you move, how you talk, how you communicate and interact with people, there's nothing else you're going to, again, there, you guys, I've invested a lot of money into IRAs over the years and SEP and into, you know, personal real estate and commercial real estate. Uh, and nothing has paid me back more than me spending money on myself. 
And that comes in all kinds of forms, whether it's personal development or that's, you know, hands-on, you know, practical experiences or literally just immersing myself with other smart, amazing individuals in watching their behavior and listening to them, not just waiting for my turn to talk. So if you can educate yourself that way, um, however you learn, whether it be auditory or your hands-on person, just put yourself in a position to educate yourself the best you can because when you're the commodity and when you're special, you're going to be able to do some amazing things a lot of other people can't do. Number 14, get out of your comfort zone. Doing something that we're uncomfortable with is difficult at first. And in certain cases, it's always going to be difficult. And it's always going to be tough. However, the best personal growth I have ever made physically, socially, emotionally for that matter, has been by me stepping out of my comfort zone. There's a lot of shit I don't want to do. Um, but after doing it, I was a better person for it. Now, it's also a great way to find out what you do and don't like and what you're good and not good at. There's a lot. Of, I turned down so many opportunities, you guys, for you know, ad products or different videos or different conferences and things that I just don't, it doesn't fit my personality type. No, that's not me knocking out of my comfort zone because I've done those things multiple times. And there's certain ones that I'm always willing to do. And there's certain things that I'm not willing to do. But if you never push yourself to see what you do and don't like and what fits your personality and your style or what can be a great networking opportunity, what can be a great opportunity just for you for personal growth or to make money, you're never going to find out what it is. If you always live, you know, and I say this all the time, the walls we build up to protect us, they also imprison us. The walls we build up to protect us also imprison us. So it's your goal to kick those walls down and go out and try some shit and see what you like and see what you're good at and see if it can't just change your life for the better. Number 15, instead of bitching about what you don't have, sit back and appreciate all the things that you do have because odds are it's much more than you think. Again, you guys, I've said this before, the average, you know, or three-fourths of people in the world are living on about three to four bucks a day every single day. And if you make about $42,000 a year, you're one of the top 1% earners in the world. Now, not in America, I understand that. But if you're making over 40 grand a year, in the scope of all 8 billion people in the world, you are a 1% earner because most of those people, three-fourths of them are living on about four bucks a day and you're making 40K a year. But again, we always think we need the newer car or the fancier car or the bigger house or the better neighborhood or the, the freshest shoes or I have to look this way. Even if my body fat's at 10%, it's got to be at 8% and blah, blah, blah. Don't look at it life like that. Again, that comes down to the comparison stuff. We're all really blessed. If you're listening to this, you have a gift a lot of people don't have. You have an iPhone. You have iTunes or Spotify or whatever you're listening to it on, probably a $1,000 phone or a 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 car, it's amazing. And you had a lot of gifts and you're living a lot better in 2019 than a lot of people were living like as royalty, you know, just 100 or 200 years ago. Let that sink in for a second. Number 16, under promise and over deliver with everybody in your life. Never make promises you can't keep. This is one I try to live my life by in every facet. Number 17, at least once a year, get wasted drunk with your best friends. Uh, I think this is a good one too, for two reasons. One, uh, it's a good chance for you to bond with your friends because other they probably drink and have fun. And two, it reminds you of how stupid it is to do it because you wake up feeling like you got hit by a bus and the next 24 to 40 hours you feel like a bag of shit. So it's a great reminder on all counts. Number 18, Set goals with deadlines on them. Accountability is a powerful tool if you use it correctly. I believe this. Just writing things down on a piece of paper isn't enough. 
I do like specific deadlines or at least ranges of things we want to accomplish. And I've talked about this before. My wife and I have a goal, and our initial goal was to pay off our house by the end of 2020, and so we'd be completely debt-free. We would owe nobody anything, and we would both be you know, relatively young. I would be 36, and she would be 33, I believe, and we'd be debt-free. And uh, we have it on our refrigerator. It's written down. And every month we write down how much we pay off on our house over and over and over again. And so that we were trying to make this happen in the span of, you know, 24 months or less. And, you know, knock on wood, uh, God willing, if the world keeps running the right way, we will do it much faster than that. But again, having those deadlines is holding us accountable, not just to ourselves, but to me saying it on this podcast and to the world because I want to actually get this shit done. And not to brag to you guys about how awesome we are, but to... Just let you understand that you can do amazing things in your life if you really have a plan and purpose and if you do hold yourself accountable with a partner, with a group, with a coach, with a community. Uh, It works for fitness, it works for finance, it works for school and education and pretty much everything in between. Number 19. There is much more to life than fitness competitions, photo shoots, having abs, having a sexy ass, and just working out. Your life is about balance, and the better you can manage it, the happier and more well-rounded you will be. Now, I can't tell you guys how to live your life in terms of you know work and kids and having a work-life balance because obviously you see my life and what I do, but it works for me. And my life is a lot more than just you know looking good with my shirt off. In fact, it's a very small part of, of what I do every single day. Now, it's obviously become a big part of my identity because a lot of you are listening to me because of the way I look with minimal clothes on. And uh, I don't love it. It's not my personality type. It's not who I naturally am. I could really give a shit. And the older I've got and the better shape that I get in, I I shy away from it, you know, more and more, meaning I go places, I'm wearing a hoodie right now, I wear a hoodie in here 90% of the time, um, I'm not a really flashy look at me person, I, I would never have called this Jeremy Scott Fitness if, if I thought it was going to grow to this, but it's, I made my bed, now I have to lie in it, but the point I'm driving at is we get so obsessed with, with how we look, and it is, you know, your body is your business card, and I get that, but don't give up everything in your life at the cost of just simple vanity. It can't be about that. Do it from a health perspective and not just physically, but also mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And if you do that, the crazy thing is the abs and the ass and the arms and the chest and the the legs tend to tend to come with it. It's just a byproduct of you being a healthy, well-rounded person. Number 20, if you care about people and you love them, tell them and tell them often because they won't be around forever. And I think all of us have, you know, if you're over the age of probably 10, you've suffered loss of a, you know, maybe a parent, a grandma and grandpa, uncle, aunt, brother, sister, friend uh, to, you know, multiple things, whether it be, uh, you know, cancer, uh, old age, suicide, you name it. So if you give a shit about people, stop right now, hit pause, shoot them a text, send them a message and just let them know um, because it matters. Uh, it matters to them and it also matters to you. Number 21. Odds are you won't regret the things that you did do, but more likely the things that you didn't do. And I'm a big fan of taking chances and not being a dipshit and doing stupid stuff like don't jump out of a plane with a parachute. Um, But try things in your life and give it a shot. And uh, don't look back on your life wishing you would have done more with your opportunity and your time, I guess is what I'm driving at. Number 22, never compromise who you are or what you want to be or where you're trying to go. The most valuable character trait you have is your integrity, so hold on to it tightly. And for some of you, this is not super hard, and some of you, this is a lot harder than others, especially when you get put in a position of influence and a position where you can do things 
monetarily that can change your life. And I'm going to share this really fast. And I was texting BJ Gadur the other day, and uh, we're just talking about you know our our life in fitness now compared to our life you know uh, you know four, five, six, seven, eight you know a decade ago. And I look at it. I've turned down more opportunities in the past six months in terms of working with major brands and companies and turning down which to me I come from the ghetto and nothing so you know more money than I ever thought I could see in my life I've been turning down because it doesn't fit my character it doesn't fit my value system it doesn't fit with what I want to give to you guys or say to you guys or share with you guys and that's a tough thing to do because I know one day I'm going to be older and my hair is going to fall out and I'm going to look like Bruce Willis. And I don't think a lot of these same opportunities are going to come my way. And that's a painful thing when you're turning down, you know, I don't know if it's life-changing money, but it's definitely situational changing money where I could change the scope of what my wife and I can do in the life that I can live. And I've said no to that over and over and over again in the last six months. And I, I didn't have those same opportunities in the first six years. Maybe that's why that happens that way. Because if I would have got them early on, it might have been so much money that I couldn't have turned it down because I needed the money or I would have taken it. And not that I would have went against my character, but when you're young, you make stupid choices. Now that I'm older and all these opportunities are coming, I'm very selective about what I do because I'm not willing to compromise who I am and what I believe in just for a paycheck. It's not worth it to me. And trust me, you guys, it's hard. Um, and I, and I, I don't really consult anybody about it other than maybe a mention to my wife and I'll talk it through with her but ultimately the decision is always going to be on me but I'm not willing to do something today that I would regret 5, 10, 15 years from now and I think that's what you have to do your character is everything and your word is everything and so I want you guys to know I'm not willing to sell you horse shit and send you a bunch of stuff just to make a quick buck that's not who I am and I think I say this all the time like we'd be way more successful uh, you know, financially, if we weren't if we weren't so honest with people and gave them the real stuff, but that's not our brand, and that's not what we do. And again, I never got in this to make money. I just got in this because I didn't want to hate my life, and I thought I I had a you know a unique gift, I guess, to to help people uh, do the right thing, and that's what I try to do by you guys. So hopefully, you appreciate that. Number twenty three, my greatest successes in life have come from taking huge risks, diving into the unknown, and it's with that 50-50 chance at best of failure. And it's in those sink or swim moments you find out what kind of person you really are. And I believe that. It's like when your back's against the wall and you don't have a choice, sometimes you just do shit um, because you there is no other option. And that's kind of how I look at this. In my mind, I've convinced myself in a lot of scenarios where other people will quit, where they'll give up or where they won't do their best effort or where they'll put it off to the next day. I tell myself that it's not acceptable and it's not negotiable and it's a it's a must in my life. It's not a should. And uh, I, I always give the Grand Canyon example when I was hiking it and I'm like, I just want to quit. And I'm like, well, dude, you walked your ass down here. You got to walk your ass up back here. It's like, it's a sink or swim moment. Either you lay here and somebody comes and rescues you, or you just keep walking your ass up this hill and uh, you hike your ass out of the Grand Canyon. So I believe that with everything in life. And so if you look at it like, hey, your back's against the wall and you got no other choice, more often than not, you guys aren't going to sink. You're going to swim. But it's just you believing in yourself and taking a chance on yourself and risking certain things, you know, to be able to get everything you want. Number 24, it's never too late to start anything. I don't care if you're 19 years old or 97 years old. You have the rest of your life to pursue your dreams and your passions. 
almost anything is possible if you want it bad enough and you're willing to work your ass off for it. And I say that with an asterisk, like almost anything's possible. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go play for the Minnesota Vikings. That ship has sailed, and it probably sailed when I was born uh, for my mom and dad. I just was not going to be an NFL talent. But within reason, in terms of how you guys think about it, almost anything is possible. If you want it bad enough and you're willing to give up certain things and sacrifice and be super patient with a sense of urgency and work your fucking face off to get it. I believe that. I think a lot of young fitness people or coaches who listen to me and, and see what I do, they think my life is amazing uh, or they, and they envy it from the outside because they're in my profession and I maybe have things that, that they think they want or that they don't. Um, but I've had to work really hard for it. And probably to the point of when people ask me, hey, if you had to start all over again today, would you do it? I want to say yes and believe I'm that person. But man, I don't know, dude. It's It would be really exhausting and be really hard for me to start from scratch and zero because it's taken a lot of life energy and I'm still super enthusiastic and I still love it and I still do all this shit that I've ever done. But man, it would be really, really tough to do. But if you really want something in this life, and there's a lot of things I'm still working towards and working for, uh, you can make changes. You can be the most amazing person that you probably never even thought was possible, but you just have to want it. And that goes for anything, whether that's a job or a career or a great marriage or uh, to raise amazing kids or to be in, to be in a certain kind of shape. Um, it is possible. And I don't care if you're 52 years old listening to this and you're like, oh man, I'm older. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. If you're 52 with, with technology and healthcare and what we're doing, you basically have a whole nother fucking lifetime that you're going to get to live and do a bunch of really cool shit. So if you're 56 right now listening to this, you're just getting started. Don't slow down now. Number 25. Don't live your life in the rear view. You can't change what happened last week, last month, or last year. So get over it and move forward or you're going to miss what's happening right now. I believe this. Uh, regret's a shitty thing. And holding on to you know things of people who did you wrong and certain situations or not talking to people or giving up friendships or moving in different directions because you can't get past an incident or a comment or something that happened. That's your call. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but I don't live my life in the rear view. I made a lot of mistakes. I fucked up a lot. Anybody who I've done wrong, hopefully I've messaged you and I've said something uh, to make amends or, you know, saying, Hey, you know, I'm sorry. I was a fuck face at 17 or sorry. I was an asshole at, you know, 21. I wish you could beat me now of the person that I became. And, and sometimes you have to go through those failures and fuck ups to become the person that you are. And I believe that to be true for myself. Like I wouldn't be this if I hadn't messed up so many times uh, throughout my life in every aspect of it. And, uh, but I don't, again, I don't, I don't dwell on it. I don't feel bad about it now. I just learn from it, and all I can do is, you know, be better to everybody in, in every situation that I, you know, come in contact with forward. And that's all you guys can do as well. Number twenty-six, cardio sucks. Boom. Hope you love that one. Number twenty-seven, if you're lucky enough to find a beautiful woman or man, if you're out there, whatever you guys are into, who can deal with you, all your issues, all your bullshit, all your OCD crap, and my advice is hold on to them. And appreciate them and tell them that you love them daily. So, Heather, I love you. Thank you for being part of my life and dealing with the person that I am, which is not easy um, at times. I understand that. Number 28, treat people exactly how you'd want to be treated every single day of your life. Simple rule, but yet many of us don't follow it. Number 29, enjoy your health and understand it's the most precious gift you'll ever be given. 
and I always say it all the time, time and health are it. Once your health is really gone and deteriorated, you probably can't get it back. And once your time is gone, you sure as shit can't get that back. And so that's why I value those things more importantly than probably everything else. And the reason I say that with the time thing is because it's going to run out. And that's what makes this life so precious. And that's what gives us a sense of urgency and accomplishment and enjoyment to know that a lot of things we're doing, we're not going to get a second run at them. And some of the places you're standing today, if you're fortunate enough to be with friends and family or take a trip and you know I've been to amazing places like you know chilling you know going around a catamaran in Mykonos or sitting you know on the Amalfi Coast or you know being in Bora Bora on a private island uh, a lot of those things probably aren't going to happen again for me that's why it's I think time is so precious and the moments are precious and I tie that into health because without being healthy you can't enjoy any of that shit it doesn't matter how much time you have if you're unhealthy and you're sad, you're depressed and you're sick and you're just a broken version of who you are. So treat your body like it's a really important place to live because it's the only place you guys can be. Think about it. Number 30. See your life for what it is. Not worse than it is. Not better than it is, but exactly like it is. If you can do that, which many people can't, I'll ask you to take it one step further. See your life with the mindset, the vision and a belief in yourself, this internal demand you put on yourself that nobody else can allow you to see what your life can truly be so you can start building a life that you truly want. Does that make sense? Like A lot of people tell themselves a story about how their life is, but they sometimes make it worse than it is or better than it is. I'm telling you just, just, just be honest with yourself and say it exactly like it is. Have a level of self-awareness to see where you are in the world and how lucky you've been giving and have the mindset to see where your life can be, where it can take you. And, and that can be a dream vision if you want, but it, it allows you to start building a life, like your own life. And you're not living, you're not just living one, you're actually building one and fucking living one on your own terms the way you want it to be. I think we get stuck in you know, ruts or certain mindsets that we can or can't do certain things because, oh, well, now I have kids or now my job is here or I have a mortgage payment or you have whatever. And I don't know each one of your own individual circumstances, but you have to have some kind of belief or some kind of dream, what I call is like a mindset of seeing where your life can be and all the endless possibilities of what it is. Because and again, in 2019, we have so many accesses to technology and people and resources that we never had before. You're not just stuck in nowhere in Nebraska. You're not just stuck in like, you know, rural Washington, like you can do anything and go anywhere if you choose to. You just have to have a belief and a work ethic to match that. Number 31, how you spend your time is more important than you spend your money in the bank. Spend your time doing shit you love and enjoy and are passionate about each and every day. It's never too late to start really loving your life. Think about it. What's more important to you? How you spend your money or how you spend your time? I'll let you guys answer that. And again, I've already touched on the time thing. And obviously how you spend your money is important. But man, if you're wasting time, you're making one of the biggest mistakes you can make in your life. Number 32, have sincere gratitude. Now you guys have heard me talk about this many times. And I'll repeat it again. Have sincere gratitude every day you wake up. Take at least a few minutes each day to be mindful of your blessings and understand most of the world would love to have your luxury problems. The reality is two-thirds of the world lives on about $2 to $3, $4 a day max. Again, millions of people 
would drink your toilet water because it's cleaner than their current options. Understand that you have so much more than so many others. Find gratitude in the smallest things. Practice gratitude and watch your life change almost instantly. It's real, you guys. And it's like a shower. You have to do it every single day to be mindful of it. And it's the smallest stuff. My Starbucks coffee, my iPhone, Netflix, my dog, a cool breeze when it's 115 degrees here. You name it, it's the smallest shit. But yet we get so wrapped up in the macro thinking, oh, it's the biggest things. But our life is so basic. A good night's sleep is a gift. You know, like it's the little shit that makes our life so amazing. That's why I always say it's, to me, I always pay for experience and comfort over just material shit. Now, I'm not telling you how to spend your money, but I believe in that. Like, if you get a chance to fly in a plane, like, if you've been lucky enough to fly first class and you've been unfortunate enough to fly Southwest C60 seat where you're stuck between two people who are way too big for the seats and you're already a big ass person yourself, like me, there's a difference there. It's paying for an experience over something else. And I'm grateful to do both. I'm grateful just to fly in the plane. But there's levels and there's differences to that. Now, when I say that, we are already given so much. There's so many people who can't even get on a plane. We're lucky enough to be on them. But if you can, slowly start to understand there's differences between these things. And there's levels to this. Where you look at somebody who's pissed off because, oh, well, my house is only this. You have a house, dude. Yeah, you can always work your ass off and have a nicer one. And that's... There's nothing wrong with that, but be grateful for the house that you currently have because understanding that there's millions of people out there who don't have a home at all whatsoever. So again, I'm just like you guys. I like the nicer things in life, but when you really strip it down, it's the smallest things that make the biggest difference. Now, don't get me wrong. If you can drive a Ferrari, by all means, that's super cool. I imagine it's way more fun than driving a Honda Accord. But again, be grateful for both and appreciate each one at the stage that they're at. That's what gratitude is. Just appreciating the smallest stuff and really leveling yourself up and stopping yourself and saying, wow, I'm really blessed to be able to do this because I remember a time in my life when I couldn't do X, Y, Z or for the millions or for a lot of us billions of people out there who don't have the same luxuries as us, our life truly is a gift and oftentimes we do take it for granted. Number 33, don't rush the seasons. In your life, there's seasons and we get anxious We get impatient and we're constantly chasing the future. We become so focused on the seasons ahead, we miss the seasons that we're in with our friends, with our family, with kids, with career. I'm saying you can't rush life. Take the seasons as they come, enjoy them while they're here, and be ready for your season to shine when it arrives. I touched on that before earlier. There's so many opportunities that are coming my way now that if they would have came to me five or ten years ago, I probably would have made the wrong decision, and I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't ready for that success yet. I wasn't ready for that opportunity yet, and that's everybody. They always, Everybody wants to be in shape in three months. They want to work hard for six months or a year, and they want to be on the cover of a magazine. Like You're not in that season yet. You can't, you know, wish for summer when it's winter. Like it's, it's, you're not ready to be there yet. You just have to enjoy the seasons for what it is. And some seasons are great and some seasons suck ass. Like some summers are awesome in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area. And some summers are terrible in Minnesota. It just is what it is like, but inside that terrible season, there's always bright spots. And sometimes in a rough patch, it's those small off days and shining moments that actually make you appreciate it even more. So if you guys are out there right now, you're in a certain stage of your marriage, 
um, or with raising your kids or with, you know, paying off your house or trying to get in a certain level of shape or with school, your education, your transition in your career, you're in between jobs or you're trying to get to the next level of your job. Just appreciate the season that you're in and take the season as it comes and be ready when your season to shine does show up. Number 34. We're all very similar from the richest of us to the poorest of us to the ones who are struggling the most, to the ones who are the quote-unquote most successful. None of us really has life figured out. Um, there isn't, you know, one magic day you wake up and you quote-unquote suddenly get it. Or at least that's never happened for me. Um, all of us, including myself, deep down inside are just kids playing adult. To me, it's a lifelong process of failing and learning and improving. So if you feel like right now you're lost, you're unsure, you're scared, and you don't know what the fuck you should be doing with your life, Trust me, you're not alone. We're all in the same boat. And every single one of us feels it now and then. And that's what makes us real, and that's what makes us human. And if you guys are really feel like you're in a hole right now, you know, I'd ask yourself just, you know, just keep shoveling, man. And find a friend and get two shovels or get a bigger shovel and keep on digging and just know you're never going to have it all figured out. I don't I think that's kind of the beauty of life. Like none of us really knows what the hell we're supposed to be doing here. Like I don't know if this is what I'm really supposed to be doing with my life. I feel like it is. I feel like I have a gift and a calling and I'm about 99% solidified in the choices I'm making, but I don't know. I wake up and question it some days. Like should I actually be spending time training humans here? Should I be still should I still be doing one-on-one training? Should I still be doing group training in person? Should I only be doing podcasts? Should I only be writing books? Should I only be coaching people on the internet? Am I meant to should I have, you know, 7,000 clients and not 700 clients? I don't fucking know. Like I'm just trying to do the best that I can do and be the happiest selfishly that I can be and try to have the the biggest, most positive impact in the world. And so I don't know how to justify certain decisions that I'm making. And I think self-questioning is normal and it's real. Now, you can't let it drive yourself crazy, but just know um, from the most successful of us to the ones that are completely lost and uh, kind of at our rock bottom, None of us knows what we're doing, man. We're all just, you know, kids and trying to play adult. And we all have the same emotions and expressions and feelings for the most part. It's just some of us can mask it a little bit better or put on a, a bigger front or a bigger show. And I'll be the first one to tell you guys, like, a lot of times I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I sometimes say to my wife, I'm like, I wish there was like a book that I could follow. And again, like there's so many like, oh, being an entrepreneur and multiple business owner, being a landlord, being a, a gym owner, being an online coach, being a speaker, being a person who podcasts and blah, blah, blah. There is no book for that. There is no book for each one of us individually to follow. We just have to kind of go with the flow. And I'm a very much just a ready fire aim guy and I'll fix up you know, my fuck ups later of anything that I've went wrong. And I just try to do the best by people that I can. Um, and then selfishly that in turns makes me feel like I'm doing a good job. It, it fills my internal cup and makes me happy. And it lets me, you know, to, to live a life that I, you know, have fun living. And I think that's all any of us can do. And so just know if you guys are out there struggling, and you're not sure if you're making the right choices, uh, just do things that make you feel good and that at your moral compass makes like you're feeling like you're going in the right direction. That's I think that's all any of us can really do is just kind of follow our, you know, moral North Star, if you will, and try to do way more good in the world than you're doing bad. And I think at the end of the life, you're, the, the scoreboard is going to be in your favor. Number 35, enjoy the present and every day as a massive gift that it is. Don't always fixate on the future 
and please don't live in the past. You have to enjoy the right now, even the tough days, because the journey is life. And our life is not just weekends and vacations and parties and special events. Sure, that makes up maybe uh, 10 to 20% of it. But the bulk of our existence is the quote-unquote other stuff in the middle. The 80 to 90% of our normal Monday through Friday routine, that is our life. And my advice to you would be, work a job you love. Spend time with people you actually enjoy. And make sure you're doing shit that you love every single day. At least something, in some context, in some part of it. Start by focusing more on enjoying and loving that 80 to 90% of your life, the Monday through Friday, and really appreciating things like the random Wednesday night with your wife or the Thursday afternoon with your kids. And stop working just for the weekends and start loving the everyday life, even the weekdays. And if you do that, your whole life will change for the better, I promise you. But I think we really just, it's, oh, well, I'm going to get a vacation day here or Saturday's coming Hating what you do for a living or hating the weekdays and things like that, wishing away, you know, essentially five-sevenths of your life is a terrible way to spend the gift you have of being a human being, which is a gift if you guys don't understand that. So I'd urge you to find, again, if you hate what you do for work, but you got bills to pay and kids to support, respect. I, I don't have an answer for that. I'm not telling you to, to jump ship, but... If you love playing golf, man, find time to play golf. Find time to just go to the range or, you know, hit some putts in your backyard. Just make sure every single day you're doing some shit that lights you up and makes you actually appreciate the existence of you being on earth. Because without that, man, life gets pretty, pretty depressing and pretty droll and pretty sad fast. And that's how people fall into a funk and end up being a person that they never set out to be. So again, that's why I say do shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. And it's truer and truer every year that goes by for me. And finally, number 36 on my list of my 36 years and 36 life lessons. So as I gotten older, obviously I think about life indifferently than I did at 17. I've never really understood it in the way that a lot of people explain it or think that it has to be. That's probably why I'm terrible at following rules or listening to other people or living a traditional life because it never really made much sense to me. Even when I was young, um, I had been a terrible kid for teachers to, to talk to and deal with and probably even my parents for that matter. But um, I digress. As I've gotten older, the 36th lesson has become truer and truer for me. And every decision I make is predicated on me obviously enjoying today and having fun today. But to th- for something for me in the future to thank myself for. And so what I'm saying to you guys is do things today for yourself that you 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years from now are going to thank you for. And what I mean is there's things that Jeremy did at 26 that are paying off huge dividends for Jeremy at 36. And if I could go back and thank that guy, I'd be like, thank you so much for not being a dipshit and spending your money on a Range Rover and saving it and investing it so you could buy a commercial building and blah, blah, blah. And all the, and there's a way more things than that. But that's some of the little stuff I'm thinking about. And I hope that Jeremy at 46 or Jeremy at 41 or Jeremy at 40 for that matter is going to say, hey, Jeremy at 36 did us right. He invested, he took care of himself, he ate right, he flossed his teeth, he wasn't an asshole, he made great friends, he lived it up, but he didn't abuse his body and his his influence and blah, blah, blah. 
That's what I'm talking about. It applies to you guys paying off debt today if you can. So if you're in debt up your ass, start a plan today. Live like a college kid and start paying that debt down. I promise you, you five, ten years from now is going to appreciate you on a level you can't even understand. Or if that's you investing for retirement, if you're 44 today and you haven't saved for retirement, I promise you at 44, if you start chunking that money in, you at 59 and a half is going to be happy as shit that you started doing it. Or if you're not feeling your best, start foam rolling today practicing mobility today even when you're not sore it's that preventative medicine it's that preventative work that's going to allow you guys to not have a shoulder replacement not have a hip replacement and feel your best five years from now ten years from now from the little daily habits rituals and routines you put into place right now that comes to you guys today changing your eating habits if you're 100 pounds overweight, changing your drinking habits if you know it's gotten out of hand and you're having more drinks than you want to so you can live the healthiest, happiest life, not just today, but also decades from now. That's the game. You're doing something today that you 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, even 30 years from now is going to say, hey, man, thank you so much. You set us up for success all while having fun along the way. So not doesn't only pay you off today, but it pays you off well in the future so your future self doesn't want to punch you today in the face for doing a bunch of dumbass shit with your money and your time and your resources and your energy. That's what I'm driving at. And the basic phrase and the way you guys can remember this is, if you will make sacrifices today, if you're willing to sacrifice now, that the th- and again, you're willing to give up the things most people will never give up today, you'll be able to live a life later that many people will never be able to live. You're paying a price today even if you can't see and feel the promise of it down the road. And that's what all successful people do. They display a level of urgency with things and a disgusting work ethic, but laced with a level of patience that most people will never understand. And it's a, it takes self-discipline to do that, but it takes that self-discipline layered in with patience to be able to see the payoff of something. And there's no way I'd be living this life today if the 26-year-old me did, did a bunch of stupid shit with his time, with his effort, with his energy, and sure as hell with his money. And uh, sometimes it just takes you listening to the right podcasts or being surrounded by the right people or reading the right books or just really understanding like, hey, the resources are out there and I can set myself up for success if I really just try and I'm diligent about it. Because you guys, I never thought I would be this fit, this healthy, this mindful, this financially successful at 36 or even 66 for that matter. But here I am. And it's all laced in that is me just asking myself by every major decision I make, is this going to benefit me today and also the me 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? And I hope you guys ask yourself the same. So those are my 36 life lessons for my 36th birthday, which is kicking off tomorrow. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed them. I truly do. And many times we get so caught up in our own little world, we forget that... Life goes quick, and we also forget, you know, what's really important and what really matters most to us and most in life. And I would urge you all to enjoy the journey because that's what it's all about. It's the laughs, it's the cries, it's the accomplishments and the failures and everything in between along the way that makes up our life. So when we die and that tombstone's there and that dash is going, you know, 1983 until 
who the fuck knows when, like what, what did you fill that dash with? And that's what I think about. And that's part of, I guess, my legacy on this earth or what drives me to do it is not a sense of ego and, and just accomplishment. It's like how many people are going to listen to me say these things and, and their life is going to be better because of it. And there's power in that that will hopefully live on you know, far you know, longer than I'm on this planet. And if I could say something to make somebody else's life better, that to me is worth more than a fucking being a millionaire any day. And that's just, you know, oddly enough, if if you do it, you do it right, you can have both. But money comes and goes, man. And you can always make more money. But how you make people feel, um, that shit lasts, man. And there's power in that. And that's, that's what I do this for. So Thank you guys uh, for listening to this. I truly appreciate it. And reading the blog and supporting all the things that we put out there at Jeremy Scott Fitness. Um, hopefully a few of these things you know, in, inspired you or at least made you think uh, or view things a little bit differently or urge you to put some pieces into play to truly live a badass fucking life because you can and you have the power to do it. You just have to believe in yourself. And if you truly want to give me a, a birthday gift, it's simply share this podcast. Um, and share the blog post if you guys read the blog. Um, share the podcast with your inner circle. Um, share it you know, via email to friends and family members. Share it on Instagram. Tag me in it. I'm happy to reshare it and retag it. Share it on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you guys want to share with people. That would be the biggest thing you can do. You don't need to buy me anything. You don't need to buy my programs or do any of our shit. I make plenty of money. I don't need that. Um, but you distributing this and the casket effect that has by helping people to hear something that's going to spark a change in them to live a better, healthier, happier life. That's the biggest payback you guys can give me. And if it makes a a bigger difference in their day, um, that's the biggest thank you I could be waiting for. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know it's a lot. And at some point I'm going to be too fucking old to share everything here uh, on all one podcast episode. But for now, 36 years, 36 life lessons. And man, it does go quick. And I said all the time, I still feel like I'm the same 17-year-old kid who's about to start you know, his senior year of high school, walking in where he knows nobody and uh, doesn't have any skills and really doesn't know what, what the hell life is about. And uh, I don't feel that much different than that now other than I'm, I'm smarter because I've messed up a lot more and I've learned from those mistakes and I've had a lot more life experiences and I have way more, I have way more money and I also have way more stress and way more responsibility. But uh, it, it's a choice and I'm, I'm happy to take it on. But I think we're all kind of in that same boat that you're astonished by how quick life goes by and, and how precious of a gift it truly is. And I'm thankful for all of you who listen and watch your stuff and everybody who you know wears a Jeremy Scott Fitness shirt or wristband or comes in here and, and chooses to work with us because I know you have a lot of choices of fitness professionals and coaches and people you get to work with. And so I'm very humbled by it. It truly does blow me away to this day. And all people think like, oh, you're just saying that. I really not like I really am just blown away the fact that people want to, you know, listen to me talk or read the shit that I write or hang out with me and uh, and get coaching from us. It's a, a very humbling thing. So thank you guys. I, I truly do mean it from the bottom of my heart. It, uh, it means the world to me. And so thank you for sharing our message. And uh, I appreciate you guys more than you know. I learn way more from you and the things you say and the questions you ask and your behaviors than you'll ever learn from me. Uh, that I can promise you. So if there's anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, shoot me a message, hit me up, let me know. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star, please, and leave a comment. I love reading the comments. It helps us give feedback. And again, obviously send us all requests. We'll get to it when we can. Once my travel schedule gets a little bit more chill here, I got a lot of super cool guests coming on. It's going to be amazing. And then I'm going to get to all of your questions and a lot of different type of content as well as we kind of let this podcast evolve into the things that you guys want to hear uh, and listen to. So 
Have an amazing rest of your Tuesday, you guys. For all my people, this is going to come out uh, on my birthday tomorrow via email and the blog, but it should be on iTunes here shortly. So hopefully you guys enjoy it one day before my birthday, which is August the 14th, same birthday as Irving Magic Johnson. We would make quite the two-on-two team, I think, if there was like a birthday two-on-two team. Me and If you could pick like a normal person and a pro, uh, to have Magic Johnson be your pro is one of the top five I think you could probably pick ever. So grateful for that as well. So have an amazing night, you guys, and I will talk to you later this week. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please... Just keep doing shit you love and people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.